0: Space. The final frontier. Or is it? Will technological advancements closer to home usher in humankind's next great journey? These are the questions being raised in two Disney Channel original movies released at the turn of the millennium. Boldly go with us where no other podcast has gone before, into a critical exploration of the brave new worlds that were imagined in two classic kids' movies from the year 1999, Smart House and Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. Make it so... Welcome to Fantasmic, everyone—the happiest podcast on earth. My name is Mitchell Dupree, and I'm joined by a couple very special guests tonight. I first, drum roll, please, have uh, one of my favorite people in the world, Corinne Dupree, my sister's in the house. Give it up, Corinne, if you're at home. Unless you're you're driving, don't give it up in that case. (laughs) Uh, Just keep your hands on the wheel. And our good old buddy Zach's with Michaels is with us as well. Say hi, Zach. Hi, guys. Hi, Zach. <laughs> good. You're doing great. You're doing great. <laughs> well, if you've never listened to Fantasmic before, this is the podcast where we have magically inspired debates about Disney's movies and TV shows. And tonight, we're going to be talking about two Disney movies about the near future. The first. The house is jump jump the house is jumping it's smart house y'all and the second Cetus Lapidus. it's xenon girl of the 21st century and i'm super excited because this is our first episode we're finally talking about disney channel original yes. movies this is the reason I started the podcast. To be clear, I want to talk about Disney Channel Original Movies every day of my life, yes. and no one wants to talk about it with me, so I started a podcast to force people to talk about it <laughs> with me. And Ren, that's why you're here. Yay. <laughs> and I'm excited to talk about it with you, Ren, specifically, because very few people like Disney as much as you and me. Oh my me. gosh, it's
1: my life, life? yes
0: we're fanatics maybe to an unhealthy level we are disney fanatics i
1: I would say so I still have Disney memorabilia in my closets and I'm a 30-year-old woman, so.
0: I was just going to say not to the level where we have a Disney living room, but uh, you kind of just disproved that point. We have
1: a Disney room, so.
0: (laughs) They're pretty pretty darn good movies. I feel like they hold up. I don't know how you felt watching them. Yeah,
1: they were two of my favorites as a kid.
0: Easily two of the best uh, that they put out. It's got the kid from Luck of the Irish (laughs) in there. (laughs) I don't think uh Xenon went on to do anything. I think she did some soap operas. No, but, but I mean
1: was... Raven was in there and I always call him Ephraim, the guy from Everwood. Oh I don't know what his name is, but
0: <laughs> He is Ephraim. Yes. <laughs> always and forevermore. Yes. Uh y'all, if you haven't watched Everwood, don't watch Everwood. It's not a very good show. <laughs> but we've watched all of Everwood. <laughs> Alrighty, well, here's how it's gonna go down today, Ren. Tonight. We're gonna have three questions. We're debating. We're each gonna make our case. The audience at home will decide who wins each round, and ultimately, they will pick out for us who the ultimate Disney fan is, me or you, Mm. brother versus sister. rivalry. (laughs) All right, here we go. You ready to jump into our first question? Xenon versus Smart House, question one, here we go. Of the two movies, Xenon and Smart House, which world would be more fun to live in?
1: Okay, well, let me take that one. This may sound a little vain, but first of all, you're in space, so there's zero gravity, which means 30 pounds less for us women. Uh, (laughs) Who doesn't like that? Coming
0: out with a big... That's a big one, actually. That's great.
1: I boil it down to health. Space is healthier, okay? Do you remember... (laughs) (laughs) If sure. <laughs> Xenon is in her sure. bedroom <laughs> with like Nebula and then the two boys, I don't remember their names, but they're talking about Earth and they're like, well at least you don't live down there. And they're like, I've never even sneezed up here. There are no allergies in space which is another plus for
0: me. So I took note of that too. The claim I've never sneezed in space was bizarre <laughs> to me but <laughs> I don't All think right. it's
1: bizarre. There's no trees up there to make me sneeze.
0: That's not the only reason you sneeze but uh, we can't get into that yeah. now zach is here to help us check facts look up reasons why people sneeze and if you would sneeze in a space station okay continue oh
1: goodness okay um they cultivate their own food there so there's no preservatives or artificial flavorings which again <laughs> promotes a healthier you in space yes
0: yes
1: <laughs> okay um it's also a controlled environment so you always know how to dress properly every day, which Nebula points out in her bedroom with Xenon. That's kind of true. Also, the hairstyles are awesome. If you haven't noticed, <laughs> Nebula the scrunchies. has two pigtails and they're held up by slinkies, okay? <laughs> I want to wear slinkies in my hair. And then, of course, the awesome space lingo, like Cetus Lupetus, and then their use of the terms major and minor.
0: Yes, alpha. Yes. Linarius.
1: Yeah, Linarius is like awesome. And then she says to Captain Plank, morning glorious, Commander Plank.
0: Yes. Yes, she so does. Like it's
1: a glorious morning. Yes, she does. <laughs> also, apparently in the year 2049, Chelsea Clinton is president. Um, So cooler world. Yeah.
0: I don't know. (laughs) I'm a Democrat, but if that political dynasty lasts another 50 years, I can't deal with more political families like the Bushes and the Clintons. Anyways, continue.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, the majority of the show takes place in space, but she does get literally grounded back to Earth. And in the year 2049 Mm -hmm. on Earth, there are hovercrafts. Which are kind of cool. Like there's like a boat like on a river that was like hovering over the water.
0: There's also mostly just like VW bugs. I didn't see any other cars
1: (laughs) other than VW bugs. Her (laughs) aunt was driving a yellow VW bug. Anyway, um, Nebula, she says there's no germs. There's no muggers. So it's a safer place in space. Because they were talking about how her mom was a part of the big tornado, something like that. Earthquake or something? Yeah, tornado tornado quake. Yes. So it's safer. There's no (laughs) natural disasters, except you get to see cool solar flares right up close. So I don't know. Oh, and of course, the scientific research. How cool to be a part of something that's doing good for the human race. (laughs) Like bone marrow density projects.
0: Sure, but in any other way. Science projects? No, thank you. (laughs) I was not a science kid.
1: Research, not project, research to help the environment.
0: Okay, I'm sorry. You're right. All right, well, my opening argument is I don't want to live in a world... With a smart house, I need to live in a world with a smart house. Oh my goodness. (laughs) This is a house that helps you change your unhealthy habits. It knows your preferences. Mocha walnut, my fave. Knows exactly the kind of coffee you want. It puts the coffee in the thermos for you. This is a house that helps you with your homework. Helps you with your bullies' homework. The house gives you perfectly heated showers. It gets you a date with Gwen Petroni, the goddess of eighth grade. The house throws (laughs) parties and doesn't judge the way white people dance. Who doesn't want to live in this world? I want to live in this world. (laughs) If I could snap my fingers and leave this Donald Trump hellscape that we're in and find myself living in the innocence and the doe-eyed wonderment of the 1990s, I'd do it in a heartbeat. You know who else is in the world of Smart House? Who? Bewitched. Bewitched is there, right? C'est la vie, they're still there. Xenon, that's a scary show. Too much death. Too much destruction? Too much corporate espionage? Just give me orange banana smoothies in my idyllic suburban home. And wow, I feel like you can't ask for anything more than that.
1: Except the orange smoothie maker blows up and like almost kills all of them.
0: Yes, but it spits the oranges out in a fun kooky way, so I'm all right with it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Plus, I feel like Pat may have intentionally messed up those smoothies to get dad a date with the attractive programmer, just saying. I don't know. Mm. Here's some things about why your world is not fun. One, if the only fun things for Xenon and her friends to do are air duct cruising, recycle bin diving, and offering themselves up to the black maw of endless space with a tiny tether to hold them to their home, come on. This is not a fun world. Uh, When she just thrusts herself out into the middle of the solar flare, I'm like, why not watch it from the sidelines? Why do you have to make this all about you, Xenon? Not not a fan. It's
1: cool to be out there in all the action come on. Astronauts go to space and they tether themselves and they go hang out in space.
0: That's like say, watching Twister and be like, it would be fun to be in the middle of the tornadoes. That's a better view of the tornado than oh just gosh. watching it from no, the it's truck.
1: Not. No, it's not. But listen, <laughs> smart house world just makes you lazier. Okay? You're like... <laughs> I'm okay with that. I don't have to go walk my dog because Pat will throw her endless tennis balls. I don't have to cook my own meals. Good. Okay. Good. I mean, I'm just sitting These are there all positives. getting fat and lazy.
0: Good. Oh, this, and this is what how I are the want.
1: kids learning anything if Pat's doing their science projects for them and writing their reports?
0: She's helping with the reports. No. You gotta listen to the dialogue. She no, no, says, listen. it got me worksheets to help with the thing. No. She does the bully's homework. We Mitch. can't get lost in the minutiae here. Oh my Two words. Two words. Floor absorbers <laughs> floor absorbers. The argument should be over here. Oh, I have a whole bunch of crap on my floor. Oh, suck it up into the ground?
1: I <laughs> Fantastic. Feel... I'll
0: never have to do my chores again.
1: But listen, I feel like there's a lot of behind the scenes work with that because, listen, Pat isn't magical. She's a robot that is programmed to do certain things. So who goes and buys <laughs> all the groceries to put inside the smoothie contraption that she starts? Who cleans up all the trash underneath the floorboards after she's <sighs> Sucks it Corinne, up. Corinne,
0: Corinne, Corinne! No, futuristic this technology making, always looks like magic.
1: It's making it Americans looks like lazier.
0: Magic. Amazon Dash gets you your groceries to your. There's these things exist today. Yeah, but you have right? no Pat does it all she has that big giant Dr. Octopus claw that reaches out and brings things into the home (laughs)
1: which also assault children but we'll get to that later
0: yes we will all right final arguments Uh, I'll jump in Um, smart house rules (laughs) you get to wake up to a Mickey Mouse conducting an orchestra hey I don't know what to wear don't worry this is the outfit you would have selected for yourself I'm Pat I'm like a goddess I just do things that you need done Uh, I'm gonna make you a themed meal do you wanna play mini golf with the wall sure you want to play video (laughs) games the size of the wall sure i'm gonna make your life an incredible incredible place where xenon i'm sorry it seems like there's like 30 people on that space station there's like not a lot of people super boring and when they go back to earth it's like an alt world where it's basically the 1990s wherever they are but we don't have bewitched we don't have nsync it's just a boring version of the 90s without all the things we like
1: okay dude but you have microbe and protozoa in space all right and he's blown <laughs> up in the atrium in the cafeteria and they all dance to it with strobe lights okay protozoa
0: i don't need microbe i don't need protozoa Space. <laughs> just give me orange banana smoothies that's space all i want
1: is an expansive frontier you can travel the universe up there there's so much freedom <laughs> All right. And I'm going to hit this again. Like, for me, it is a healthier environment. (laughs) (laughs) Such a healthier environment. All right. Okay. All right. Clean eating.
0: Happiness, health, family.
1: No problems like diabetes and high blood pressure.
0: How telling is it, though, the first thing Xenon does when they go out to the restaurant is pig out on all the delicious food she's been missing out on.
1: She does with uh, the date with the Ephraim kid. I don't know his name.
0: All (laughs) right. Anything else? Or can we ding ding it? That's round one, folks. Ding, ding, ding. Any uh, facts that we need checked, <laughs> Zach? Yes,
2: I was called upon to check a fact about if you can sneeze in space. And the answer is yes, you can sneeze in space. And why? The same reasons why we sneeze on Earth. It is because of our nose hair, essentially. Uh. and Things like bacteria, dust, all that stuff is in the spaceship. You also uh. diarrhea and uh, huh. vomit are all big huh. parts of uh, space exploration, according to this. Article that I found on how stuff works. So yes, you can sneeze in space. Okay,
1: but to a lesser so maybe lesser degree.
2: That girl was full of crap.
1: I don't think she was. Maybe just maybe she said it in the movie, and we're going off the movies, not (laughs) reality. Okay.
0: Okay. Question two. Question two. Which main character is more annoying, Xenon or Ben? Red is shaking her head at me. Ben. I haven't done anything. I've just read the question. Ben! Okay. Which kid is more annoying? Xenon, a futuristic prepubescent Regina George who makes everyone what? in her life bend to her desires, or Ben... The kid who makes all his family's meals. The kid who procures a new home for his single father, who, to be frank, seems a little bit overextended. Ben, the kid who parents his little sister by helping her with her spelling. Ben, the one who feeds the dog and does the laundry. Xenon, girl of the 21st century, not once displays any reasonable sense of self-doubt. No moment where she says, maybe... I'm wrong. Maybe I'm grounded on Earth for a reason and I've made a mistake. Nope, she's smarter than everyone the whole movie. End of story. The answer is clear, folks. Xenon is the more annoying
1: protagonist. Oh, contraire, Mitch. It's Ben who's more annoying. And I ben. always think of Han Solo. Ben! Yes. Ben! <laughs> he is more annoying and i also compare xenon first of all to princess leia an independent slightly oh, attitudinal man. space princess <laughs> like <laughs> the whole that. contract like the <laughs> trash compactor scene as like she's a little princess leia in training look at her go <laughs> she needs to you solve can't. the issues of the space station that's going to go down, and she needs some help. Okay, anyway.
0: Zach, can you fact check this? Is she in any way like Princess Leia? Okay, good. <laughs>
1: tell me the trash compactor scene was not trying to give a nod to Star Wars, okay?
0: I am going to tell you that. It wasn't. Anyway, all right.
1: <laughs> Ben, he's always acting like the parent towards his little sister from the very beginning, Okay. Like, he goes to pick her up from a friend's house, and she says bye to the lady, and he's like, say thank you. And she's like, thank you. So he's a little bossy pants, and I can't stand him. Um, he's mean to her. Let me tell you some quotes I wrote down. He tells her <laughs> in the smart house, in the room, because she mentions how she notices dad is getting a little googly-eyed for Sarah, he tells yeah. her to shut up, first of all, yeah, shut up and that she's so ignorant. Those were Ben's words, okay?
0: (laughs) You're so ignorant, don't you even remember our dead mother, (laughs) is what he says.
1: I hate it. He thinks... He's the family's savior, okay? And he plays the victim. Even his dad says to him, look, Ben, you are in high school. You should be going out for the basketball team. You should be hanging out with your friends. But like later on in the scene, he's like, I can't do any of that because I have, I'm extending myself at home. I have to make all these meals and make sure the family sticks together because I have to prove we don't need a mother in here. I'm good. I can do it by myself. No, kid, you don't have to. You choose to because why? You're selfish and you don't want your dad to be happy. So annoying. I don't want to help
0: you, but the sister offers a gracious apology in that scene. And then he goes, you just need to learn to think
2: before you open yes, your
1: mouth. I have that written down. <laughs> you need to think. Like, what are you, me? Doing? you need to think before you open your mouth, my friend. Like, what are you doing? Yeah,
0: she's a little girl. Calm down. Okay.
1: Yes. After that house malfunction, so Sarah has to come over, and she's in the little control <laughs> room, right? And she's being so yeah. gracious, and she's like, "You want to come in?" And he's like, mm, "No." But then Dad lets her stay for dinner. Okay, a little clam bake with the ocean behind them, right? Nice little beautiful dinner right. setting. And yeah. um what is the I sister know where you're say? Going with like, this. "You've thought of everything. You're a genius, aren't you?" And, yes. <laughs> uh, she's like,
0: ah. "You know, I hear geniuses are impossible to live." with
1: and he says yes you are hard to live with because they make everyone else feel inferior you should be proud of your big giant brain
0: and he does hit every word that strong
1: he's just like throwing a tantrum and he's too old to be throwing a tantrum
0: okay well here's where i'm going to come to ben's defense now have either of us lost a parent no all right. No. He suffered a heart wrenching tragedy. Even that scene later in the movie, which is a little hokey, but like where he's watching the home tape of him and his mom. Oh, Come on. Like tears that made me. Down his face. Yeah tear was rolling down my face because I mean he's still obviously mourning like all these years later so he's still dealing he hasn't grieved yet properly so all of those annoying qualities are him like grieving and you wouldn't go to a funeral and be like you're being annoying you would be like you need help (laughs) right like let's get you some help to get through this
1: okay but it's been several years and I'm not downplaying his grief I get it it doesn't make it any less annoying right as the viewer i have <laughs> yeah, sympathy I'm with for you. him but come on yeah. man like just be nice
0: no yeah sarah makes peach cobbler because it's his favorite and he goes no i love mom's peach cobbler like- there's a huge difference and i wrote she uses vanilla like this it's <laughs> just like silly like <laughs> come on come on ben.
1: poor sarah give i it, feel give it a bad break
0: all right now let's turn the microscope over to xenon and why she sucks all right because i have a bunch here she oversleeps and forces the kitchen staff to abandon their duties to feed her the next scene that poor little girl who's supposedly her friend this is why i compare to regina george by the way she's like hey maybe i could get to dance with my favorite singer and xenon says what are you new in the galaxy what's wrong with you
1: Okay, that's one main thing that she says, but she later apologizes for it, and you can fact check me on that. She says, I'm sorry, I was just having a bad day. Ben doesn't apologize for his tantrums.
0: He does. Later, he stands up for dad with Pat and he's like, hey, I want him to have some happiness. He's the one who goes and fixes okay, stuff. Okay, but did he, he say, dad, I'm sorry father.
1: for acting like a jerk and to my baby sister, I'm sorry for calling you ignorant and telling you to shut up.
0: Uh, When does Xenon apologize for throwing herself in the solar flare?
1: Why would she have to do that? That was like a fun experience. That was not
0: a fun experience. She's <laughs> exactly throwing herself into a life-threatening situation. No. You sound just like the weird Dad, right now, who never backs up the mom, and it's a little bit sexist. He's like, "Your mother uh, is uh, very upset with you, Xenon." But the I'm the cool dad, cap. and I thought it was awesome. She has yes. an anxiety because <laughs> this daughter would give you anxiety. In
1: Xenon's defense, though, like remember, like she felt bad for her actions, and she's like, "Mom," and like the mom was just like too into her work, like she was ignoring her, right? And so, like the dad's like, "Hey, I love you." And then, like when she's on Earth after they ground her, she tries calling home, but they block her calls. Like, would that not give no, you a no, no, no,
0: no? They block the calls to friends. It says the only people you can call are the mom and the dad.
1: Adrian Carr. Yeah, but still, wouldn't you have a complex? I'd have a complex. Mom and dad, you ground me to a planet. I've that's never really—that's exactly really... how getting <laughs> that's but... how
0: getting grounded works. But it's like you can't text means your friends. I get
1: sent to my room, and I can't go see my friends for a week but they sent her to a different oh planet yeah
0: oh for sure yeah that's a really knows. good point it's super In crazy a whole
1: different environment
0: but hold on a sec poor aunt judy who was making every effort to connect with Xenon. And she doesn't even like kids by the way. And then like the first scene Xenon's like we're leaving the restaurant and no I will not explain. Like she's just so mean she to Judy all bullied, the time. She and she's
1: in a new environment. I know.
0: But Judy doesn't know that. Judy's just like I'm not good with kids. I'm nervous around everyone and you're barking orders at me.
1: But as someone who struggles with anxiety myself like I if I don't know you that well I'm not gonna be like well this is why I'm feeling this way we need to leave the restaurant no i'm not gonna tell you why i'm upset we're just gonna go
0: we are not seeing anxiety from Xenon. She's just like, this is what we're going to do in every scene of the movie. All
1: I'm saying is we barely know Aunt Judy. We barely know Aunt Judy. So how can you expect her to be all like good friends with her?
0: She like opens up to her at night though. Remember? She's like, I'm afraid of everything. You're so brave. I admire you. Yes, she's like the sweetest the, woman in the, the world. As the
1: adult, she's trying to reach out. Okay? Xenon is 13 years old. She's a teenager. Come on.
0: Remember when she bites Raven's head off for not wanting to break into a restricted zone. Mitch. She's like, suck it up, Raven! She's
1: Princess Leia. She is a leader in training.
0: Okay. If this is the quality of a leader, then I don't want to follow. She's
1: decisive. She knows that there's an injustice happening and she's trying to solve it, but nobody is believing her. Like, how frustrating would that be? I know that there's something bad happening, but nobody's going to listen to me because they think I'm a little whiny teenage girl.
0: If only she hadn't spent the rest of the movie acting like a little whiny teenage girl. But she does Maybe someone would have believed she's her. She's trying when... to save it's
1: her like space It's like the girl station. who cried
0: wolf in space.
1: She's just trying to save her space station.
0: All right. Final argument. Anything else to say? <laughs> anything else to say.
1: Ben! That's what I have to say.
0: Ben! My only other note here that I didn't say is, where's is the adult supervision for these life-threatening zones on the spaceship? They're able to just, like, go out into space. They're, like, going through the ducks.
1: Because spying all, in
0: the restricted all area. All the
1: parents are researchers very deep into their scientific research. They have no time for their children. So... The kids have to come up with their own leaders, like Xenon.
0: Hmm. A world without adult supervision—look what happens, Genghis Khan.
1: A world with too much supervision, Pat, dictator.
0: <laughs> That's actually a really good closing for both our movies.
2: <laughs> All right, any any fact check, Zachary. Uh, yes, I was called upon to check. Corinne asked if Xenon was inspired by Princess Leia, and I couldn't find any conclusive evidence. However, what I did find is that she does rock the space buns similar to uh, Princess Leia. And this MTV article also cites that Camila Cabello, Scary Spice, and Lizzie McGuire rock the same hairstyle from time to time. So
0: <laughs> influential hairstyles, just like the spiky tipped hair that Pretty everybody is- in the 1990s had
1: yeah well not
0: the frosted tips yeah but uh, yes
1: Justin Timberlake
0: do you think Guy Fieri saw this movie (laughs) it was like that is how I will live my life
1: (laughs) I'm pretty sure Ryan Seacrest rocked the tips too
0: oh yeah gotta love the frosted tips question three Personal applied technology is the final form of Siri, obviously, and Xenon space station that's run by the military is basically where Trump is taking the final frontier with his new space force. What is the more frightening scenario for our near future?
1: Okay, first of all, it's not run by the military. It's run by WinCom, a corporation. That's right.
0: I remember like a military element when I was watching this as a kid, but no, there's nothing about the military in there. So that's a silly hmm. thing
1: that's an interesting memory you
0: have you know why it feels like the military though because it's an evil corporation who's willing to like kill people to get insurance money uh, and they're super bloodthirsty so yeah it's not awesome to be clear like i'm very grateful to who serve our brothers and sisters or whatever but uh <laughs> it's a little frightening <laughs> what wincom was willing to do to collect an insurance claim
1: know why my brain like keeps going to star wars but mr Wyndham, i liken him to darth vader anyway first of all space isn't as scary as pat seems (laughs) to frighten me who wants their autonomy taken away from them like she is always there making your decisions for you freaky i also think of like irobot i don't know why like rogue robots going crazy
0: artificial intelligence absolutely but if
1: i live Space, I can still make my own decisions. It's so expansive, there's so much freedom. But here's why Pact scares me, and that type of technology <laughs> scares me, okay? First of all, you did mention earlier, like, the weird, like, Inspector Gadget arm things that she has coming <laughs> out. Like, do yeah, you have remember- the claw?
0: Is the scariest moment in the movie for sure.
1: First? First, she kicks Sarah out of the house by using those Inspector Gadget arms. And then, when she decides to throw a party for the kids, the bully is there, the one with the spiky tip. Yes, it's Sheila! I think his name is Ryan. Ryan is there and she, okay, she calls the child (laughs) out and begins to bully the minor herself. I know. (laughs) The
0: house invited a minor to her with the intention of punishing him publicly.
1: (laughs) She electrocutes him first after calling him out. She electrocutes him. Then she brings out (laughs) this scary looking mocking skull thing to like laugh at him in a creepy, Tone. Somehow
0: Palpatine returned. Yes. It's what is happening there. See
1: what I'm saying? And then the Inspector Gadget arms come out to kick him out of the house. Okay?
0: So she's like Palpatine mixed with Doc Ock, mixed with Ghost Rider. Terrifying. Yeah,
1: for sure. The fact that she locks down the house. So they can't get out. That's
0: not great. She produces a
1: hologram, like a physical form of herself. And then do you remember at the end where she's like upset that like Ben just tried to fool her. Like he was pulling off some like, I think I have appendicitis. And they're trying to get out of the house. And then she like physically grows larger and spins around like a cyclone (laughs) and creates all this wind. Like is that not terrifying to you? She creates
0: a tornado inside the house, child
1: i was frightened and i'm frightened now that possibly one day robots could become like dictators in my own home like we already have alexa and siri but i control them what happens when the robots get smarter and they control us
0: I'm not sure who this Sarah woman is, but does she know she created a God in Pat because she's able to manipulate the environment, generate electric shocks. Yeah, it's a little bit absurd. My opening argument for why I'm afraid of the world of Xenon, I'll keep it short and sweet. In the opening scene, Xenon can't get to class the regular way because there's electrical difficulties happening in the zone. And that was the moment, and I'm talking 30 seconds into the movie where I was like, I'm out, folks. There's no way I'm living on this. The space station if anything can go wrong you ever see apollo 13 or any movie about space if a pin is out of place if they got a decimal wrong on something everything blows up like 10 minutes later uh you're screwed so the fact that they're like oh yeah the cooling system's leaking and uh there's power blackouts and you remember the computer room fire and i'm like what are you talking about if any of those things happen i would but move houses home houses have
1: electrical issues and plumbing issues like what's the- the difference
0: if my house has an electrical issue it won't plummet a hundred thousand feet and fall to the earth and kill me right it's just like call a plumber so no a space station space. if anything goes wrong
1: is gonna plummet or just like
0: it's in orbit, orbit it's in orbit
1: it's not gonna plummet there's no gravity
0: but that's even scarier what you just described it will just float out into the nothingness and nothing can be done no
1: no not as scary as yes. dictator Pat
0: smart house is like star trek right it's like we're getting a glimpse into a future that might be but i feel like the tone of it is like but everything's gonna work out right or xenon is much more like fatalistic it's like corporations suck kids (laughs) need to take over because adults can't be trusted the message of smart house despite all the silliness at the end of the day is like It's not the technology that's going to get us. It's how we use the technology. It's the humans making the decisions, right? And Xenon is a world where the humans are making terrible decisions. They've crawled out onto this limb. They're begging for something to go wrong. You know, it's just like a world with space travel and aliens, but there's no world peace. There's no competent leaders. I don't want to be in that world. I want to be in the suburbs in the 90s where maybe my Google Nest goes wrong and my ring malfunctions, but like at the end of the day, I'm going to call Sarah to fix it because people People are in control of technology your world is like corporations are gonna <laughs> ruin us all okay. and that is the world i feel like i actually live in so it scares me more
1: oh my goodness no xenon is about bravery she's a brave attitudinal leader princess in training
0: you say brave princess i say genghis khan of the <laughs> of the space world so you decide <laughs> folks
2: Ben, any facts to check zach Uh, Yes, Mitch, you said that Pat from Smart House brought Palpatine back to life and um, apparently that's not true. Uh, Using cloning technology, the Sith Lord is able to transfer his soul into a more powerful clone of his former self. So that's how that happened. Um, also, actually, you asked if a space station could plummet to Earth, and back in 2018, there was a Chinese oh. space station that was set to plummet, although most of it will burn up on re-entry, there's always a chance that some of it will survive <laughs> and hit the Earth. But, uh, yeah, that is possible.
0: Red just raised her hands like, yeah, what now? yo yeah, I'll just burn to death on the way to the ground. That's way better. Tornadoes, awesome.
1: hurricanes- cyclones that all happens on earth that doesn't happen in space okay it's like this or that you'll
0: just you'll just solar burn to death and be crushed up, in a or fall or float out into the nothingness
1: disasters. i mean
0: you give can tell this kick. is a brother and sister fighting right now it's just two <laughs> i've never worlds. had so much crosstalk natural
1: i love it solar flares
0: i'm
2: just
0: happy to be here <laughs> <laughs> all right final question we're gonna open it up what do we think of the two movies anything we didn't get to say before this is just a chance to talk about it yeah ren what did you think after rewatching smart house and xenon girl the 21st century of the two movies anything left to say that you didn't get to say before
1: I had this image of what I thought they were, and then I rewatched them, and I was like, oh, that's what's really happening in these movies. Like, I just didn't realize. Kind
0: of like the military is in charge of the space station, and that wasn't even remotely true. (laughs)
1: Yes, yes. (laughs) Yeah. But I loved Xenon as a kid. I think I told you that. Like, I wrote several stories in English as if Xenon was my. (laughs) was my creation and my story
0: (laughs) you plagiarized xenon for Uh, elementary school projects i
1: I used to say i used xenon's name commander plank nebula but i think maybe the situations (laughs) were slightly different but yes i remember using them for power of the pen oh my
0: gosh that's amazing (laughs) power of the pen was a writing contest Ren and i used to do for our schools in case you were wondering folks
1: yes But then I love Smart House, too. Like, I love Smart House. I thought it was awesome. Like, especially, like, the projected screens on the wall like Bewitched sitting there playing on the big screen or Backstreet Boys or Mickey's Philharmonic waking you up like that's amazing like you never have to decorate because Pat does it for you it's amazing yeah
0: though I did write my technology reaching out to all the people on my contact list (laughs) without my permission and asking to do a thing is like my worst nightmare (laughs) that is the (laughs) worst case scenario scarier than like the tornado it's like hey do you want to make plans and I didn't know about it. Oh my goodness. Very, very scary. Very, very scary. Yeah, there were a lot of things that made me laugh rewatching it. Like watching Cedon, I never noticed they kept calling Protozoa Mr. Zoa. I think his first name must be Proto. <laughs> His last name must be Zoa. It's I'm It's true sure. though,
1: because I can see like the poster in her room, and it does say Proto, and I think it says Dash Zoa. You might have to <laughs> fact check that one, but
0: it's like the laziest idea of the future, where everything's like Alpha Graphic. Oh om- man, it's like any sciencey words, everyone loves it. Oh, I
1: forgot right. the gaseous line. She, they said like gaseous so many times.
2: Yes. Oh my gosh. Corinne is correct, <laughs> by the way. First name Proto, last name Zoa. That's right.
0: Yep. Also, notice Mr. Zoa sticks his crotch out when he's singing the song and purrs, I'm all yours, at the 13 year old girls. Did you notice that? I did not. I did not notice that. I'm like, what are you. But what, I will what are say, doing,
1: Zoom 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 was like one of my favorite songs.
0: Oh my gosh. It held up i was confused the movie is set 50 years in the future and music is basically in sync <laughs> with plane noises come on <laughs> come on gosh but the
1: smart house has jump, jumped, jump. jump. Yes. The house is jumping i forgot i, <laughs> I forgot
0: it. that that's a bop that's a it really is. good song actually
1: dude and then the three boys like doing the whole choreographed dance i was like oh
0: Greta and I got into a little debate the other night on, like, do you think boys dance this way? Because I don't think either of us think, like, young, a lot of young boys are, like, learning the choreography to the boy band.
1: It was just so boy bandish. I guess I just feel like boys aren't into boy bands, so why would they want to dance like boy banders? But yeah, not that I'm trying to be sexist. It's it just felt very my much like go a grown-up
0: at Disney Corporation being like, you know, what the kids love is the boy bands. Maybe we could do a little line dance with his buddies when the party happens. Uh. I was half expecting the boy band there to be like one of those, like, you know how sometimes Disney movies, they'll put in like a real Disney group or act. They're trying to like get more popular. They'll be like, oh, this is one of them. I didn't know there were a Disney group. I
1: don't know why I remember this, but I just remember like on Disney Channel, like they would have like concerts and that's where I was introduced to um, Bewitched and 18s, the 18s. Who I still love. I still love to listen to their albums. But I just remember saying oh like gosh, a bunch those of were it. Disney related Those, things. That was
0: it. So... Bewitched, 18's Jump 5. Jump we 5, were a big Jump yes. 5 family. Yes, that was it, man. I, I love that. I still miss it
1: by the way 18s is how i learned all the abba music
0: oh for real though uh in case you're wondering if we grew up in a christian home it very much was like did. that kind of music i meet people who are like i grew up on like uh led zeppelin with my and i'm like i have no understanding of that way of living it was just 18 to jump by yes. that's all we had oh man
1: michael w smith and uh amy grant
0: Awesome, michael w smith and amy grant that's right <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying the insane things in Xenon. Uh, There's a line where she says, we just barter with moon rocks and alien skulls. (laughs) What?
1: (laughs) I forgot she did say alien skulls. And I was going to say there's no aliens in this movie. But she does say that.
0: I rewound it to see her face because I'm like, is she joking? Or is she like nonchalantly like, yeah, there's aliens in the world and we all know that and no one cares. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was just like, what is going on?
1: Also for the year 2049, like on Earth, the smart kid's computer and his technology. Do you remember <laughs> like he put the disc in and it was like some worm that came to eat something? And I'm yes, like, this yes. looks like 1980s, like brand new computers. Like,
0: i know it's the idea of like hacking that we had in the 80s and early 90s even though this came out like 1999 by the way but it's like you know what viruses are it's when a little movie plays (laughs) with a worm that's about to go into your computer like that's not how viruses work and then the kid and the next scene is like, yeah, this is a really deadly virus uh, bought and paid for by one of the world's largest corporations. And these are probably black hat hackers. But I rewrote it uh, to make it an undo key. <laughs> so all you have to do is put the disc in and everyone will be okay. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> Sorry, little boy. You rewrote that? Well. In a few hours?
1: <laughs> Mitch, did you happen to watch Xenon the sequel or Z3?
2: Oh, of course I did. Of Re- course really, I really really quick. I just I looked it up because I thought there might be aliens in Xenon the sequel as a fact check and I just want to read uh-huh. the first sentence of the plot on Wikipedia. Xenon Carr is now 15, 2 years older in the year 2051 and is none the wiser about the dangers of meddling.
0: <laughs> Great. Good. They got to their top it. writers for that one. <laughs> they felt real good about I'm that one. I watch it now. <laughs> Well, I remember there's like a space butterfly that's like an alien that saves them in one of the sequels. You know what I'm talking about?
1: No. I don't think I've watched them in a long time, so...
2: I, I'm looking into it.
0: Watch party, y'all. Yes. Watch party. Um. Also, why do they type in wingdings instead of English on this <laughs> space station? I'm like, I'm always going to ring this bell. There are like, I don't know, three people of color. Everyone seems to speak English. It seems like you could just put English on there.
1: Mitch, okay, so the trash compactor scene, I couldn't remember. Why was she <laughs> digging in the trash? I couldn't figure that out. And then she stumbles upon Lutz. I thought she was following
0: Lutz. Am I wrong?
1: I don't know why she, because it looks like she's digging for something. She finds something and she comes out and then she sees them and she stops, but then she falls through the opening and she's caught.
0: Also, yeah, I can't fully remember. Can we just acknowledge, I brought this up several times, but kids don't know what insurance fraud is. So it's weird to make a movie about that for kids. Like as a kid, I didn't understand how blowing up the space station was going to let their company do better. Also another. one weird line where he's like, yeah, I'm on my iPhone here, but I hacked into the private corporate data and I found out the company's not doing well. Good job, Ephraim, but I don't believe you. Do
1: you remember the the kid in the space station, though, he's like, Protozoa is coming up to space for a concert. Somebody's got to be making money off of that. Does Xenon say it or someone else? I else. don't. But how would the kid I like, don't. even realize that somebody's got to be making money no. off of that?
0: A lot of movies about the future, I think, paint kids as geniuses. So like, oh, yeah, I understand how finance works. I understand how hacking works. Come on. Kids are dumb. Unless they don't Unless they heard things.
1: their parents say it and they're just repeating it.
0: But Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe.
2: I can uh, shed a little light as to what you guys are talking about in Xenon the sequel. Yes. Uh, yes, and, uh, please. But uh, again, this is from Wikipedia, so I'm not sure how accurate this is, but here's a little bit of the plot. After Xenon meets the aliens on the moon, they turn out to be friendly and communicating with Xenon telepathically, reveal that they have been lost in space for three years and need the ship's navigation charts to get home, thinking it yeah. impolite to just take.
1: Wow. I don't remember That's that That's right. At
0: yeah, all. the aliens are good guys. I was super into the Zequel movies, (laughs) for sure. Xenon, another one of my little kid crushes. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of cre- uh, creepy things, when Everwood's guy corrects Xenon's horse brushing, it reminded me of every scene ever where a guy gets behind a girl to show him how to, like, shoot a pool shot or, like, swing a golf club. He's like, no, 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 you're doing it all wrong. Let me show you. I'm like, I'm brushing a horse, dude. Like, did you remember uh, when they're know. standing
1: in the rain at her door? And, like, you can tell he wants to kiss her, but, like, then she's like, oh, I gotta go inside or something. But then he, like, strokes her face, like, her
2: he's super creepy in this 13
1: year old has moves like that like let me just stroke your
0: cheek i don't know all right let's go over to smart house moves the dad pulling a hershey kiss out of his pocket (laughs) and then using that to kiss sarah i wrote down that is the slickest thing i've ever seen and i'm gonna steal it that's very good oh i want anything chocolate oh really hmm got a hershey kiss right here
1: awkward kiss. unless
0: you want the real thing i
1: don't I remember like many Disney Channel movies having like kiss scenes in them. So when I saw that, I was yeah, like, That's true. I mean, it was just the parents, but it was like a kiss scene.
0: I don't wanna, as a kid, watch adults kiss. No. Yeah, like me. that's the worst thing when you're a kid. You're like, ah. Gross. And then Ben, in that one scene, and with the party, she's like, I'm in the mood for something sweet. You're like, Besides <laughs> me. I was like, It's a
1: joke. It's a joke. Uh-huh.
0: It oh, doesn't gosh. matter though, because like you said it.
1: A lot oh my gosh the scene in the high school though where she walks up to him with all of his friends at the locker and she was like uh my friend was like this and then I was like this and then she said you should be all like this and I was like oh my gosh do teenage girls really talk like that she was all and I was all and they were all and I don't think so I think
0: this movie doesn't like girls So I have to bring this up earlier, like a second earlier. The boys are having a discussion, and it's like having the perfect mom. She does exactly what I want, but she's only there to serve and never complains. Uh, <laughs> like I'm sorry, what are you talking about here? Is this what you think women are here for? Uh, and then the dad later is like, you know, I used to think it was just teenage girls with all this body change and hormone oh stuff. God the movie doesn't like girls but, so i'm just gonna say isn't it, it
1: ben who reprograms pat to be the type of mother he thinks he should have so
0: the leave it to beaver, leave it to beaver yes beaver uh-huh. it felt like a reagan era middle class suburban white people will inherit the earth regressive i was nervous about the whole thing uh um. even, even and he's like, I'm a guy. I don't have the hairdo gene when he can't do his daughter's like hairdo. And I'm like, you could learn because you love your daughter. It's super easy to do pigtails. You could take 10 minutes and learn.
1: That poor little girl. She's like, what do you care? I'm just going to look like a freak like I always do.
0: Um, But I loved so it. <laughs> by the way, there's no one in either movie to me. I love as much as the little sister in <laughs> Smart House, <laughs> who's also the little sister in Brink, by the way. She's super funny. Yeah. She's very good. She's very good. Alright, well that's going to do it for our episode on Smart House versus Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century. Thanks to all you lunarious listeners out there who make our lives like a day at the Jovian moon. We want to hear all your macro opinions, so vote to decide who's the more alpha Disney fan by joining us in The Real Lounge, our private Facebook group. But you can also check us out on our main Facebook page or our website at Real Boys Podcasts. That's Real r-e-e-l boys podcasts and what are you new in the galaxy don't forget to leave a rating and review so we can expand our reach to the stars and get more listeners to be an audible bliss major and it'd be pretty stellar if you let us know what disney movies and tv shows you want to hear us talking about in the not so distant future and in closing always remember there's a great big beautiful tomorrow
1: just a dream away see you real soon